Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. Inspiration, insights, and ideas for your business and your journey. Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. I am your host, Betsy Wiersma. Today is the first day of the rest of your life, and that is powerful for you because you can just explore people and places and things and learn and grow and make choices to make your life rock. And today, Amy Schuber on Boost Power Podcast. I am so excited. Amy, welcome to the show. Oh, Betsy, thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here with you. Well, it's I have just been a wee small podcaster because I came over as a public speaker. So, you know, I grew up schlepping to Poughkeepsie. I want the non-smoking <laughs> room, not next to the elevator, right? Right. So I did that. And then when podcasting came, I went, I don't have to go to Poughkeepsie. Awesome sauce. You know, I really loved it. So um, I want to just tell your story and, and really about you and healing and and podcasting and all the cool things you are. So I'd love to go back a little bit and tell me as like little Amy growing up, were you that kid, you know, like Lucy, the doctor is in and you were on the street corner saying to your friends, I, I can help you. I know. Let's heal this together. Um, where did you begin? Oh my gosh. It wasn't as a child. When I was a kid, I, uh, all I wanted to do was be a ballerina and hide behind my mom's leg. I was super shy. So I got along with everyone all through school and everything, but I was really quiet, shy person. And so it's not, I'm not an outgoing person in that way at all. So it didn't start when I was young. I had like, I've always been like a close knit group of friends. And so that's like, I've always had like an inner circle of people, but I've never been like widely out in the world. So that's kind of funny until college. And until like joining a sorority and then sort of getting thrown into having to be well-spoken and out in the world, right? So it's no, I wasn't Lucy when I was a kid. I was super shy. I probably said two words to most people <laughs> when I was little, but I grew into it, right? I grew up and grew out of it and graduated from college and moved to a city all on my own with some girlfriends, moved from Arizona to San Francisco and got a corporate job. And that's where it all started for me. So I haven't always been into healing. I haven't always known about healers. I didn't always know about that world. And it wasn't until, so I, I did the corporate world. I had a corporate job, but I also wasn't happy in it. And I, I finally got to a place where I was like, there's gotta be more to this life than this. Got laid off a couple of times, got new jobs, and then just felt dead end in that um, cubicle world. Right. And it was just gray cubicle world that just was not serving my spirit. I mean, I think I was the person that walked around the block in the, in the city, more people out of my building because I needed to get out of that building often. And many oftentimes I left the building a lot. So they just came to a point where I was like, there's gotta be more. And, um, I kind of had a meltdown in my early thirties. Like, what am I doing? And, and there's gotta be more, you know, kind of hiccups, like not getting the promotion, other people getting the, the jobs that you worked so hard for. And, and that was really disappointing and discouraging. And so I was like, I felt like my fate was in other people's hands, even though I was doing everything possible to get that promotion and then getting passed over for it. And one moment was really big for me in a company that it had that happened. And I had a meltdown with some big bosses and I was, I think I was crying and they were like, wow, we've never seen you like this. And I'm like, I've never felt so like overwhelmed by frustration and disappointment and like really going nowhere. Like, what's the point of working here? If that's, what's going to happen, you know? Wow. So you said it out loud. 
I did. I did. And I can remember I was in a conference room on a conference call, but I was by myself and they were in Boston and they were like, "Uh uh-oh, because I'm an amiable person. I can get along with everybody until something goes wrong and then I sort of lose it. But that never really happens outside of like my inner circle. So I can't believe I actually did that. And then soon thereafter, I ended up quitting because I was just like, I can't do this. It's it's thankless. It's a thankless job and it's killing my spirit. And I didn't know what I was about to do, but I quit. And I had come home to, back to Southern California to visit my nieces. I think it was her fifth birthday. And I came home and I was talking to my parents, like, what am I going to do? And my dad just looked at me and he's like, just quit. And he made it seem so easy. Like, no big deal. Just quit your job and find something else that makes you happy. And I was like, what? And I remember just thinking like it cleared up everything for me. Like, oh, I have permission to quit. Okay. So I ended up quitting and moving back to Southern California because there was a lot of things happening in the city that weren't working for me. And I took some time. I gave myself that time to figure out what I really wanted to do. Um, So cut to, I did get another job. Eight months later from that job, I got spit out and um, uh, laid off again. So I really took some time then and I started exploring some creative things. And I, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. My family's entrepreneurial at heart, but I didn't get that lesson growing up. It was always go to school, get a job, get a job, get a job was our mantra. And when I went through this period, I was like, wait a minute, I'm in a family of entrepreneurs, of creatives, and I've never explored that. Why is get a job? Because it was secure. It was, you know, it was different from my, what my dad had been doing and he's an artist and there was no suffering in our lives from that. So it was kind of a strange memo that I got growing up. But when I did step out and take the risk on myself and give myself that space to find my voice again, find what interests me and do that, everything shifted for me. And so I started exploring starting businesses. And so I started going to workshops and a workshop that was about women's entrepreneurial um, stuff was something I started doing. And then the woman who was leading the workshops asked me to run it in Orange County. And that was a huge pivot and change in my life because when I started running that group in Orange County, it just opened me up to being supportive of women and their journeys. And I got to hear their stories and hold the space. And that's when I started um, doing business consulting, coaching. That's where I was like, oh, this is what I'm good at. This is where I want to be. You know, this is, I'm good with this connection. I'm good with people, even though I'm quiet and shy. I actually do have a really great presence and connection with people. I just needed to nurture it more, you know, in a different way. And so that led me to being a coach and doing business consulting. And in that space is when my intuition was firing. You know, I would say something in a group or a meeting and then someone would say, I can't believe you said that. The same thing happened to me. And I was like, ah, that's how it works. Right. And then I started growing my network and it just was like, oh, this is what work is about. This is what it's it's to feel fulfilling and connected that you're actually getting, you're giving something and you're getting something not financially, not recognition, just that, that nurturing of one another, you know? And so, and during that time I started meeting healers and I started working with healers. They were working on me because I was always like, okay, I find I'm hitting a block. I need some support and help. And I started meeting them in that situation. And that was, that's where that opened up for me. Uh, And so it wasn't until, and then, you know, as I'm doing this business coaching and consulting, I'm talking about it. I'm philosophizing about it. I'm theorizing about it, but I wasn't having the same experience. Like I wasn't embodying like the love of the work, you know, come to a few years later. And so I started exploring more and more I started my podcast as a platform to share the work, you know, and I started it as, you know, a telesummit because that was a way to get leads, et cetera, et cetera. So I did a bunch of interviews, did my telesummit, and then it was over. And I was like, 
well, I don't understand the point of that. That seems lame. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I did all that work. I did all that work. And yeah. Yeah. And so one of my friends says, why don't you make it a podcast? So it'll be almost seven years this year, seven years. I was kind of in early, you know, as much as I'm learning about podcasting, I was sharing with you before the show um, that, you know, I was a public speaker and yeah. that's all fun. And I went to 20 countries and that was all good. And this is okay. Way before 9-11 and then way before the COVID in 2020 hit the world. So, you know, you would schlep and you would roll your bag and get the non-smoking room, try not to get it by the elevator. And you would just, it was just such a schlep. And I found myself, people would say that was the best speech ever. And I'd walk out just empty and be like, I am done. I don't want to be on a plane. I don't want to be here, there. You know, I found that the schlep of it. And then when we adopted a one day old baby girl, when I was 41, my um, road trip days were very limited. Yeah. Now all of a sudden we had chosen the parented thing and everything shifted from that. Um, I do want to go back because you said something so important to people listening. And I think people are meant to listen to this particular episode for a reason. And that is Amy is giving you permission to quit your job. Uh, I, I'm a little different than you. My dad was so entrepreneurial Mm. My mom worked in the basement on an adding machine and he always was inventing some new, you know, way. And when he did take a corporate job, he failed and drug (laughs) us all around the country and he hated it. So we were so entrepreneurial that I woke up in fourth grade and said, be bracelet business for 20, you know, I made $20. So, uh, but I want everyone listening who's in corporate America to really hear Amy say, follow your heart and get in touch with that because, um, what would healer Amy now say to those people that really are stuck in a corporate job? Because I just am feeling like we should talk about that just a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think if you're not in this space, if your gut reaction is like, I can't quit my job, I can't do that explore, do some exploring. And I say, get in touch with your creative side, do something that can serve your heart and your soul and your creative energy where you can get some sort of joy and fun. Because when you can get back to that part of you that like lights up around something you're doing, then that other part of you that feels trapped has a little bit of permission to expand and grow and change. And then you discover her again, because when that knee jerk reaction is like, I can't quit my job. I can't do what you did. Yeah, I quit. I had some savings. It wasn't, it wasn't like I had this big pillow to jump onto and, and, and I didn't have that. I had to figure it out pretty quickly. But when you give yourself that permission to just explore, maybe I might shift my job. Maybe I'll change something. Maybe I'll do something. If you just have that exploration conversation with yourself, you'll see more opportunities for yourself. You won't feel so trapped. You won't feel like this is the end of the world and I hate my job. And that's all you think. I had the Sunday blues. Every Sunday I had the Sunday blues. I I wanted to call in sick every Monday. I really did. I hated working at that place. I just didn't like it. I just didn't like the corporation. I didn't like what I was doing, right? Because it didn't feel good. And I know a lot of people feel that way. Find some joy in what you're doing and then find some other ways to be expressive. And if you can quit, take the risk and quit and see what shows up for you. Because when you actually pick and choose yourself, the world shows up for you. The universe shows up and supports you and will bring you an opportunity and it'll blow your mind. We just don't trust ourselves anymore. We just don't trust what's here for us outside of this controlled system that we've like, oh, I have to have a job. I do the nine to five. You know, it's like, there's so much more than that. And we have the answers. We just cover it up. And then we feel like we have, I can't do that because, well, you can do it. 
you know? I second your remark. And I also say a lot of people that I have in my art classes, I say, okay, then pick a new hobby yeah. that gives you something else other than the thing that you're not, uh, you know, lit up, Kathy Hawk's word, that doesn't light you up something that lights you up, like a new hobby, a new group yep. of friends, a charity, something. And then you ha can have some energy over there. And then once you open, like you just said, to the thought of something new, then something will manifest over there in that charity, that class, that whatever that could bring you over. Well, we have to go to break. I know everyone's like, don't break. Don't break <laughs> on Amy's show. Do me a favor. Well, we will be right back. You're listening to Boost Power Podcast. You are listening to Boost Power Podcast with your host, Betsy Wiersma. We are part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Enjoy these true stories and proven business tips for your business and your life. Now, back to Boost. We're back. We're back. I know you're, I know you're mad that we took the break, <laughs> but you know, we have to do that because that's like my professional podcast thing that I do. Um, okay. We're back with Amy Schuber and she had the guts. She got out of corporate America and started listening to her gut. And that path took her to many, many places, including her own podcast. So tell us a little bit, because you were early in, in podcasting, I'm going to say, um, especially for a woman, because there's so many men in podcasting. And I think women are natural yeah. podcasters because we do care. We are listeners. You know, we are intuitive about the next question. So over your podcast career, tell us some of the highlights or um, some of the things you were really allowed, you know, to bring forward with the format of podcasting. Well, you know what? I think my podcast has been my training to be a healer. And I didn't realize it at the time, but I can say that now as I started doing healing a couple years ago and I'm really steeped in it now and changed my career into it. I look back at my podcast and I'm like, oh yeah, I was being trained into it because um, Inspired Conversations was all about, as I was working with entrepreneurs, I didn't want to have a business podcast per se, because I thought that would be boring because I just didn't want to talk about business all the time because I already was talking about business all the time. So I wanted to talk about things that would support us because we are multi-dynamic people. We need more than just the business conversation. How can we support ourselves with um, getting the best rest or meditation or what? how can we serve ourselves so we are inspired, so we keep ourselves vibrant and healthy and whole? And that's what I wanted to talk about. And so all the conversations that unfolded were really about things I was interested in. I love going to events. So if a speaker was on stage and they were speaking and I was like, oh, I have to talk to them. I would go and invite them to my show at those events because I was doing a lot of training and doing a lot of things and out in the world back in the event moment. And so I, it gave me the permission to connect with people I would have never connected with, I would have never gone up to the stage and said, oh my gosh, Betsy, I loved what you just said. Will you come talk to me about it more? I would have never done that without a podcast. I hadn't done it until I had a podcast. So it gave me this like ticket to ask. And so I got to ask people that I would never ask and people that I thought would say no came on my show. So it was a real opening of, if you want something, ask for it. And and you'll get it. Sometimes you won't, but you, at least you asked and you don't wonder, maybe they would, maybe they wouldn't. They'll just say yes or no, or they'll ignore you. And so my podcast has opened up this, these brilliant conversations. And the best part of it was every time I was having a conversation, I felt like it was just for me. And I didn't realize at the time it was like this nurturing and nourishing. And I was like, wow, if I needed that, I know I'm not the only one. 
And I didn't realize that when I would book someone that that day in particular, I was going to need to have that conversation. And I just had some really amazing people be really gracious and kind. People that I had on a pedestal, celebrity types, um, surprised me sometimes how gracious and kind they were. And um, it was just, it's just been a great, it's just been a great opening. And anyone can do it. I mean, I'm not special. I just started it because I wanted my telesummit to go on and I liked being in the conversation. And it's, it's a, it's one of my great things I can do, right. Is to talk to people and connect with people and bring out these brilliant conversations. I didn't know that when I started it, but I know that now having over 500 conversations, it's amazing. It's an amazing space to be in and use your voice and share it and be able to share the platform with people you're interested in. So it's been super fun. And looking back, it has been the training ground to my healing. When I started announcing, I was becoming a healer, transitioning from a business consultant coach to, you know, doing healings, people weren't surprised. And they're like, why do you think people are surprised? I'm like, I don't know. They're like, that's totally who you are. And if you look at my show, my Inspire Conversations, I've talked to so many healers. I've talked to so many spiritual people. It's like, yep, that's just totally in my wheelhouse. So I don't know why that was lost on me. Well, <laughs> so. see, you know, watch out, right? Leave and the net will appear. Yep. And then I, I do think everything is on purpose. Like you interviewed my best friend, Kathy Hawk from Clarity International, who has been my coach forever. And she just said, you have to meet Amy. You will just love her. And I'm like, I would love to meet a podcaster also who's a healer, you know, because I just think, I think everybody's given a gift. And that if we just all keep clean by being of good and of service to all, then you can always just be sure that somebody who knows you and likes you and you like me, it's going to be safe with me. And that I would always take good care of them and the same. And then um, that's why we have a global sisterhood. And that's why I'm trying to get more women to podcast on my global sisterhood podcast network. So we'll continue that conversation because I'm just trying to get women to use their voice. So, but I want to talk about healing because that's kind of where your focus is now. And especially after 2020 and just how the world has been. So talk a little bit about some of your specialties and trauma and and just, you know, kind of how you are really focusing in the world right now. Yeah. So I was led to doing energy work because I've, I've, I've always followed the path of energy work. Healers work on me. I've always gotten to a place where I'm like, oh, I need help with this. This is something I'm doing all I can, but something is stopping me. And so I believe in healers and I believe in energy work. Energy is everything, right? It's just, it's just, everything is energy. And so I was trained by a healer that I was um, going to, and she trained me. And it, the specialty is in clearing in ancestral trauma. So we are all born with inherited trauma. You know, if you think about all the things that are ancestors have been through war, famine, all the things, you know, it's like everything we're sort of faced with this past year, 2020 brought up a lot of old history, historic stuff, but we have family members that lived through all that. We have family that went through some things. And what happens is these um, emotions get trapped and they get trapped in their systems. And then it gets passed on and it gets passed on and it gets passed on. And sometimes it ignites for people and sometimes it doesn't. But if you find yourself living a pattern that you're just like, gosh, I'm doing everything and I can't quite get past this, this glass ceiling of money in my life or relationships. I'm always having the same situation come up and it just doesn't feel like mine because sometimes it feels like that. You're just like, gosh, I'm just bumping my head against the wall. and I don't know what else to do. And it's so frustrating. Sometimes it's an, an inherited trauma that you don't know. And it's just 
is blocking you. And so this work is really powerful. It's really deep, but you just go in and you clear it and it moves the obstacles out of your way. And then once you release it for yourself, you release it for your family. You release it for your sister, from your sisters or brothers or your kids um, and your parents. It just releases for everybody. And it's just this freedom. And I, I feel so on purpose because if this is such a time as this to release this trauma, we cannot keep moving forward as these like light beings in, con- in this higher consciousness, dragging all this trauma with us, dragging, dragging the past behind us. Just like 2020 kind of set us all down and said, you got to go in, you got to look at this stuff and you got to clean it up, everybody. And we're seeing the systems getting cleaned up on the outside, but we also have to clean our systems out on the inside. And the trauma work, the healing work is what does that. And I just believe in it so deeply. And it was it was when I started training in the healing work where I recognized, oh, something lit up in me. And it was like, oh, this is the embodiment that I've been missing. I could talk about vision. I can talk about purpose. I could talk about it and teach it in all of my consulting that I was doing in the past, but I wasn't living it. And so when I landed in the healing, it just went all through my whole body. It was just like, this is your purpose. And I was like, okay, now I get what everyone's talking about. So for me, that was the experience of, okay, this is my work. And and since then I've recognized even more and more um, ways that it shows up for me, but I just feel so on purpose doing this because it's a powerful time for us to come back to ourselves. I mean, one of the first things I did when I was um, exploring entrepreneurship, I was at the women's conference that Maria Shriver hosted in California and the Dalai Lama was there. And there was a poem on the back of the program. And the very last line was, we are the ones we've been waiting for. And at that moment, I was like, oh, Amy, you're the one you've been waiting for. You've been asking everybody's opinions about everything you're doing. Should I, shouldn't I, should I do that? Should I quit my job? Should I, you know, should I start a business? Should I take that job? And it wasn't about anyone else's opinions. It was about mine. And I couldn't like land in it. I had to get people's permission or approval or something. And that just stopped me in my tracks. And I was like, you are the one. And so ever since then, that is the message, like be inspired by you, not by me. If you can listen to a conversation or you can hear this conversation between Betsy and I, and you are inspired by something, that's your thing. Let that be you, you know, not something I'm doing, but something that you are inspired by that you want to take on. I think bringing everybody back to their truth and their essence is what this healing work does. And I realized that's what my coaching was doing as well, but this just does it in a different way. And this is why I know that I'm doing the work that's meant to be, because I'm meant to be supporting people back to themselves, illuminating that path back to their heart and soul so they can speak their truth, be their truth and live their best life, whatever that means, you know, whatever that means. And that changes. You know, yep. we think like there's that thing called the destination that I think you kind of wake up in your 20s and 30s and realize, actually, there's no destination. There's yeah. just a day in this present moment and the choices we make. And then there's the next step and the baby step and the baby step. And then the journey is really the destination. The journey is the fun and the friendships and the podcast and the inspiration and the pivots and the yeah. that's what you've got. And then maybe have another day to try that, <laughs> rinse and repeat. But I'm yeah. not for sure there's this rainbow and then we're sitting on a lawn chair. And <laughs> you know, we've got our, our drink with the umbrella and it's all together. Uh, in Kathy's work that you just interviewed, you once you start to go, you go and go. And then you're heading into the mountains in what she calls flow, where things are just moving and then you're mm-hmm. just moving with them. And then you can change courses, and but you're just not eddying around anymore in the river and you're not just getting stuck by the log jams. You just finally hit a place where where I really see in you, you're just totally aligned. This is how you were made. 
you have such a time for this. You have shown up and you're just this bright, bright light. Um, Cause I'm cheating. Cause even though this is audio, we're on video. So I'm <laughs> describing Amy's brilliance for all of you. Um, so is this healing accessible? If you're listening all around the world, is this something you can do online or is this a variety of healing that people could find in their local community? Uh, tell people who are just like, I need to know Amy and I'm not sure how to find her. Absolutely. So it's healing that I do virtually. So we do it over the phone, over Zoom. And I also do it on my podcast too. So if you want to get a taste of it, some of my episodes are called Healing Vibes episodes. So if you want to clear what I'm clearing for a client on there, you can listen to it and partake in it and hear that too. So you can hear it at Inspired Conversations uh, with Amy Schuber. Those are Healing Vibe episodes. And you can find out about my work at amyschuber.com. Well, perfect. That's exactly what I was going to ask you next. Well, we could go on forever and I would love that. And um, I'm going to promise to next time I get to the Southern California area to visit. And if you ever want to come to Colorado, we have homes in Keystone and um, it's great for skiing and great for women's retreats and all kinds of things. We have a retreat center. So if um, you and all your fun healing clients want some nature on you, um, I'll set up the art supplies in the garage and uh, you can come on out and it'll be super fun. You are speaking my language. You are speaking my language. I love that. So thank you. You have a hookup. And we were just talking about how art really unlocks things and moves your ideas into action. So um, I'm glad to know Amy on this process. Okay, you're going to see this before me. We have a card deck called Dream Big, Live Big. It's actually my first deck I ever had. And it has all kinds of inspirational angels and figures and quotes and Amy's going to see the one she's supposed to get before me and you got today I think what are you thankful for Amy what are you grateful for oh my gosh I have to say in this moment I'm so grateful for mother nature because it is supporting me and healing me I'm getting out in nature going to the beach today it happens to be raining but I am just super grateful for the connection with nature because I think it's a big part of our healing right now and so I'm, I'm really grateful to just acknowledge Mother Nature and say thank you for the support that I've received. Just nice. And the, I love that you brought that up because people make up stories called, oh, well, healing has to be, I have to find Amy and get on a podcast. What if healing could be walking outside, taking a great big in-breath and just appreciating the air that you breathe and looking up to the sun and the sky or the moon and looking for you, the ocean, for me, the beautiful Colorado Rockies. However, if I'm honest today, there's two feet of snow at my home in Denver because we're taping this podcast in March of 2021. And we had the largest blizzard in almost the history of Denver. So today it is very white in Colorado and you can't go anywhere to see the mountains. But uh, that's one great thing about Colorado is you can just be driving to the grocery store and come up over the, the top of the road and see, I always say, dear God, you did such a nice job on those Colorado <laughs> Rockies um, because it's so magnificent uh, to right. see nature and to feel that effect on you. As you can tell, I would like to talk to Amy for like 600 episodes. Mm-hmm. We would just have the Amy and Betsy yourself, <laughs> nature and art episode and we would um, spin that off. But um, Amy, thank you for the work you do in the world. Thank you for the story for everyone listening about Yes, you too could be pre-programmed like many of us were. Grow up, get a job, and then there's always get married and have 2.5 children. That's always in there too. Yeah. Um, I never figured out the 2.5 children. I was lucky <laughs> to adopt one who was 10, but that's another podcast healing series, Healing Betsy from Parenthood. Um, 
But I think as Amy said out loud, she noticed the low energy and that her soul was reacting to corporate America was not a fit for her. It could be a fit for you. You could be in a great corporate America spot and you could be helping other women be in a great corporate America spot. So we totally support and acknowledge that. But for some, we have that entrepreneurial spirit and we want to create something, but maybe we don't know what. And so we then step out, try a craft, try some art um, and get some healing along the way to just kind of clean up some of those blocks. And I can attest that healing has been a big piece to who I am. And um, Amy, the work you do is fabulous. So on behalf of the world, I want to say thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. And thank you for having me. It's been so great to connect with you. We have so much in common. I love it. And thank you for sharing your voice and having this podcast for people to tune into. It's so brilliant. And it's such a great place to, to connect with others. So thank you. Yeah, I think it's very similar. You know, we came up with Boost and we said plug in because just sometimes you just need somebody else's story, right? Yeah. You hear yeah. yourself all the time. And sometimes you just need to listen and people will say, I just really like it because there's always something. There's a nugget. There's yeah. always something. And I believe that people, you know, hear things they're supposed to hear. So thank all of you for listening to Boost Power Podcast. We are now weekly, a place to just plug in for insights and ideas and great people. Amy Schuber on top of that list. Please share this podcast with your friends and be sure that on any of your favorite podcast app, you are subscribed so you don't miss a week of our broadcast. This is your host, Betsy Weersma. Thank you for listening to Boost Power Podcast and plugging into stories from the journey of business and life. Our music today is by singer-songwriter Megan Burt. We are recorded at Cinder Sound Studios, and we're part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Learn more at globalsisterhoodpodcastnetwork.com.